Yes, all right. Good morning, church. It's an honor and a blessing once again to be able to stand before you and declare the word of God. Whew, I got butterflies. I'm nervous. But I know God has been preparing me for this moment. But I also know that I need him every hour. I need him every moment. I need him. I also need you to pray for me. That I will get out of his way and allow him to do what only he can do. That is touch your heart. That is speak to you where you need to be spoken to. So let us pray. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity you give us to stand before your people. Lord, we pray right now that you would hide us behind your cross. Lord God, that I would decrease, that you might increase. Lord, that I would only be your vessel. Lord, I don't have a word to share with your people, but I know that you do. So Lord, I welcome you here. Lord, your word tells us that wherever two or more are gathered in your name, they tell you you'll be in the midst. Lord, we have gathered here today to worship you. We have gathered here today to magnify you. We have gathered here today to honor and glorify you. So, Lord, we welcome you here. Speak to us, Lord. Give us your word. Lord, because if you don't come and if you don't speak, what do we have? It's in the strong name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. We just finished singing a few songs. I don't know if y'all recognize the fact that within those songs, the main thought process was what? Jesus. Huh? It was all about Jesus. I think we said, Jesus, you are a living hope. I, th I think we said, nobody loves you like you love, like we love you, Jesus. Like nobody loves me like you love me, Jesus. Lord, I need you every hour, every moment, every second. Lord, I need you. I'm going to ask you all to open your Bibles to the book of Matthew, chapter 8, starting at verse 23. The word God has given me is coming out of these passages of Scripture. I want to share a little something with you before I get into it, though. I got a couple of brothers that I, every now and then we get to get, get the opportunity to get together and just enjoy one another's company. Both of them I've known for many, many, many years. I get full thinking about it. Because when we get together, it is all about Jesus. I don't care what else we're doing. We go to the baseball game. We go to the basketball game. It does not matter where we go. It's all about our fellowship and sharing how Jesus has been working, been working in our lives. Larry, Johnny, Paul, those are brothers that I've walked with for many years along this journey. And to have them here today blesses me even more. But even knowing what we have, knowing how God has ministered to and through us together, we all recognize 
that if it were not for Jesus, if it were not for the love and understanding of who Jesus is in our lives, what would we have? God, allow me to title this lesson, this message, Who is This? We're going to read together. If you have a bulletin there or you have your Bible open, please turn to that scripture reference. We're going to read together. Verse 23 through 27, book of Matthews. If you please stand as we read God's word. I want you to know something. When I read God's word, I don't just, it's not just like reading a regular book. It's not just reading some words, but there are, there are live words that have much more meaning than anything anyone else has ever written. So I honor him, hopefully, by asking you to stand. And when he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great storm on the sea, so that the boat was being swamped by the waves. But he was asleep. And they went and woke him, saying, Save us, Lord, we are perishing. And he said to them, Why are you afraid? Oh, you of little faith. Then he rose and rebuked the winds and the sea. And there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, What sort of man is this, that even the winds and the sea Obey him. I'm going to go ahead on and read Mark 4, 35 through 41. It's the exact same story, but it's just a couple of different words. It said just a little bit different. On that day, I'll let you, and those of you who want to turn to, I'll let you get there. Mark 4, 35 through 41. I love to hear them pages turn. All right. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them. They took him with them in the boat, just as he was. And other boats were with them. And a great windstorm arose. And the waves were breaking into the boat so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care what we are, that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? May the Lord have a blessing to reading of his holy word. You may be seated. The storm raged, but it didn't wake him. The waves swept over the boat, and it did not stir him. He slept during the furious, violent, furious storm. Our Savior doesn't fear or worry about storms. Scripture says it was a furious storm that swept the waves over the boat. We will encounter storms in our lives, relational storms, financial storms, emotional storms, physical storms, yes, even spiritual storms. 
Storms that overwhelm us. Storms that bring us to our knees. The storms of life are real. And they can be furious. Some of you may feel like the waves of the storms of life are overwhelming you. And it's just sweeping over you. I understand what the storms look like. I understand what the storms feel like. But know this. Jesus is able. God is able. He is able to calm the storms that are raging in your life. We just have to turn to him, put our faith, trust, and hope in him. We must turn to and believe that he is who he said he is. We're going to take a look in the book of John at a few passages of Scripture. Because as I remember right, and I began to look at it, I remember Jesus speaking. I remember Jesus saying, I am. I am. The bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall not thirst. I heard Christ say, I am. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Who is he? He said, I am. The door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved, and we'll go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, but I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. He said, I am. As he prepared to raise Lazarus from the death, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never, ever die. You see, my God, my Savior, Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You want to know who he is? He'll tell you who he is. The Scripture says, I am the vine. You are the branches. Whoever abides in me. And I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. You understand what I'm saying? We need him. He says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. You see, Christ said over and over again, there's no question. You don't have to wonder about it. Scripture tells you over and over again, Christ speaks himself saying who he is. Who is this? He is who he said he is. He is all that and more. And he said, cast your burdens. That's right. Cast your storms on him. He is the one that will never leave you nor forsake you. He is the one who can and will speak peace in the midst of the storm. Even when the storm is raging. Verse 39, if we, as we looked at verse 39 in, in uh, Mark, he says, And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace. Peace. Be still. I'm talking about the sea and the wind. It was raging. The wind was blowing. The, the waters were coming over the boat. And Jesus awoke. Not because he was worried. Huh? Not, not, not because he had fear. 
No, he awoke because who woke him up? The disciples woke him up because they were afraid. They had fear. But he awoke and he says, oh, ye of little faith, what's the problem? What's the problem? Peace. 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 Be still. It doesn't matter what the storm looks like. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. We serve a God. We serve a Savior that's able to speak into your life. He's able to speak into the storm that is raging. He's able to speak. He's able to say, peace. Be still. Peace. Oh, God, thank you, Jesus. He will give you the peace. That passes all understanding. You know, sometimes I don't understand. I, I've, I've had things in my life, even to this day, I have things in my life that, that struggle, that I struggle with. But I'm going to tell you something. I have the peace that passes all understanding, not because of who I am, but because of whose I am. Because he said it, peace, be still. And you know what? I believe when he speaks. I trust and I have faith in the fact that when he speaks, it is truth. Matthew 7, chapter 7, verse 7 through 8 says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And the one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks, it will be opened. You just got to ask. God, I need you. So often, though, what do we do? We turn to other people. We turn to things that we have. We don't. Turn to Christ, Jesus, our Lord, and just say, Father. Jesus, I need you. He said, ask. He said, ask. You see, Jesus, God is not only God, but he's a good God. He's a good God. He said, ask. That you may receive. He's a good God. He is good, meaning having the qualities required for a particular role. That's, a, that's what uh, Webster says. Having the qualities required for a particular role of high quality, of high standard, superior. My God is superior. I think they got that right when they, when, when they put that word there, superior. You see, because he is superior to all things. He is good. He is good all the time. When I say all the time, you know what I mean by all the time? I mean every moment. There is not a moment that my Savior, there is not a moment that my Jesus is not good. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. I want you to, tell, I want you to know something. It does not change what he is. God is good. And all the time, God is good. At all times, every moment, every situation, in every circumstance, in every trial, in every tribulation, in every storm, there is not a moment that he is not good. There is not a moment that he is not the good shepherd. Hmm. There is not a moment that he is not all-knowing. There is not a moment that he is not all-powerful. There is not a moment that he cannot meet your need. 
There is not a moment that he is not there for you. Now, I know, I know, you know, you're going through it and, and you need an answer right now. I, I, I know, I know you're going through it and you don't understand it. I, I, I know you can't find an answer. I understand that. Sometimes you feel like, where is he? Why is he allowing this in my life? Understand God has the plan. I, I don't understand it. I mean, I, I mean, I know I said understand, but what I'm saying is God has you. I think I preached here a little, oh, a couple years ago, maybe whatever. The sermon was, what? God's got it. God's got you. God's got it. Whatever it may be, understand this. Good God of ours, the superior being, has it. The songwriter, I'm going to tell you something. I, I was... I, <laughs> Sang songwriter Dan Moens. Anybody know Dan Moens? Anybody ever heard of him? He's a songwriter. I'm going to tell you, the type of music that he sings is not the kind of music I listen to, okay? But I was just doing my little thing. You know, you go online, you find all kinds of stuff, right? And I was preparing this message, and, and I was looking for a good God. You talk, talk, talk to me about a good God. And this, this, this song came up, written by Dan Moens. I even pulled it up on YouTube to listen to it. I said, okay. The words are fantastic. <laughs> okay. What the, him singing and everything, I'm like, okay, I will do a little bit. But anyway, the, uh, the songwriter Dan wrote this. God is good. God the Son, though we were sinners, chose to die for us and fill us with his Holy Spirit. You see, God is good. His love is everlasting, and his mercies are new every morning and never, ever ending. Oh, Dan, I said, I totally agree with you. Through and in the darkness night, his light will shine. Not sometimes. Not every so often. Not once in a while. Not occasionally. His light will shine every moment. Every moment. Yes, all the time. Yes, even in the storms as they rage in your life. Let me tell you something. I know I'm talking about the, the big storms. Let me tell you, the big storms, some of us had a little storm. Let me tell you something. God cares about the little storms. God, God, wants, God wants to want you to know that even with the little storm, even with the little, the little breeze, God is there. Right? God is always there. The scripture says, the men were amazed and asked. What kind of man is this? Who is this? I submit to you today that he is God. He is our God. The God of creation, he was there in the beginning. The God of salvation, he is our Savior and Redeemer. You see, you see he is the God of grace, unmerited favor. He is the God of mercy. He is the God of love, the God of hope. He is the God that allows us to know that we don't have to worry. He is the God that tells us we are not to fear. He says, I didn't give you, what, the spirit of fear, huh? As we look at our text, we see that the storm didn't wake him. No, the storm did what? It obeyed him, huh? Don't fear the storms recognize him who the storms obey. 
You see, look to him. Focus on him. Believe in him. Trust in him. Have faith in him who the storms obey. You see, because when he speaks, everybody listens. Uh, everybody listens. Although the disciples have sat under his teachings, witnessed the miracles and healings, they had not fully comprehended who he was. I mean, they've been walking with him. They've seen him. They've seen him do miracles. They've seen him raise Lazarus. They've seen him do some things. But they didn't truly comprehend who he was. And I question, I, I, the, the question came to me, do I know who my Savior is? Do I truly know who he is? Who is this? Who is this man? He is God. God the Son, with all power, all ability, all wisdom. What do you need? He got it. What do you need? He got it. There is nothing that we are in need of that he does not have available to share with us. He said all you got to do is what? Ask. Have we not comprehended who he is? Have you or have we fully comprehended who he is? And have you put your faith in him? Ask yourself, in what or where have you placed your faith? There have been times my faith has not been where it's supposed to be. Not today. Not today. Is it in your intellect? Oh, it's a smart folks up in here. You know, got all the answers. Hmm? In your ability. You know, I watch, I watch professional athletes, you know, and, and it's, it's all about their ability. I'm not understanding that where their ability came from. Huh? We got to give the glory and the honor to original author, the original creator. Is it in your bank account? Oh, I got enough money. I can take care of everything. I'm telling you something. I'm doing good right now, y'all. Uh, God bless me. Well, I'm financially, my family's sitting pretty. But you know what? I ain't trusting in that. I ain't trusting in that. Today is here. Tomorrow is gone. But guess what? My father, my savior, he was there yesterday. He is there today. And he will be there when everything else is not, my faith and trust is in him. Is it in someone else? Huh? Is someone else in your life you, you're trusting in, you, you put your faith in? Is it someone else in life that you, you're thinking that this individual is my savior? This individual is going to be one. Or is it your government? You know, I mean, you know, I'm a Republican. I'm a Democrat. You know, whatever the case may be. Is it the government that you're trusting in? Is that that's where you put in your faith? I, let me tell you something. They will let you down. But my Savior, my God, He has never failed. There's a song says. There's a song says. Every time I hear it, I just cringe. He's never failed me yet. That's a song. That's what the song says. Like He gonna fail you? Huh? He has never failed me yet. What you what? 
You expecting failure? Not out of my God. You see, my God, my good God, failure is not part of his makeup. So understand this, he will never fail you. I'm almost done here. We must place our faith and trust in Jesus and believe that he can and will do what he said he will and that he is who he said he is. He is God all by himself. I know there's a whole bunch of little gods running around that people talk about. I know there's a, I know there's a lot of a lot of people who believe, you know, uh, well, uh, th- th- this this religion, this that, and so forth and so on. But let me tell you something: there is but one God. There is but one Savior. There is but one Holy Spirit. And my prayer is that you recognize, that you recognize who he is and what he desires to do in and with your life. He's got a plan, ladies and gentlemen. I was a youth pastor here for about six or seven years. And in that period of time, a scripture, uh, um, uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, was a scripture I love to share with the students. Because they're looking, they're looking ahead, like what's going to happen, you know? What, 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 what's, what's the plan for my life? And I love to share with them that, in, in the Word of God, it tells them that God has a plan, a plan to prosper them and give them hope and a future. Guess what? It was not just for the youth; it's for all of us to understand this. My God, my Savior, has a plan for your life. We've just got to do what? Trust and have faith. We've got to look to him for the needs of our life. We've got to look and ask him, Lord, I need your peace. And what what will he do in the event of his children asking him, I need peace? What do you think he's going to do? He's going to say, peace, be still. Peace, be still. Who is he? Who is this? He's God. He's God. And he loves you. Oh, man. I'll say this as I close. He's God of all creation. All right? But he's the father of those who've accepted him as their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There are those that may be sitting under the sound of my voice that have never asked him, have never repented of their sin, have never come to him and said, Lord, be Lord of my life. And if you have not repented, if you have not asked God to forgive you, and if you have not believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, and if you have not asked him to be Lord of your life, then all that I just shared, you're missing out. You're missing out. He's a good God. He's a great God. Let me tell you something. He's a just God. And he stated that we have to. We have to accept the son. Christ says, I came 
that they have, might have life. That they might have it what? More abundantly. God said, He sent his only son. Why? Why? Anyone? Because he loved us. Well, why did God send his only son? That we that no one would what? Perish, but have what? Everlasting life. You, you guys know, this ain't no question. This is not one of them trick questions. All right. I'm simple-minded. Understand, I, I'm not going, I'm not trying to fool you or anything. I just want you to know it's simple. It is, it is truly simple. Just ask him. Believe on him. And you will not perish, but have everlasting life. You will spend eternity with him. He will meet all of your needs. We have the uh, praise team. You guys have another song you want to sing? All right. I, just, I thank you guys for the opportunity to stand before you. Like I said, if you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, if you have not asked him to be Lord of your life, this is the moment. This is the time. This is the opportunity. This is the divine appointed time for you to make that move, for you to make that decision. And I'd like to share that moment with you right here. So if anyone here that would like to receive God, receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, while we sing this song, come on down. Come on down. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about your eternal life. If there's anyone here that's struggling, that the storms of life is overwhelming you, you know what? Come on down. Let's talk to Christ about it. Let's talk to him about it. Let's let him him know that we know that he knows and that he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we could ask or think. Come on down.